Welcome back to my fourth episode of What Is It Like Outside. As always, I'm your host, Liam Owen, and not like always, I have two of my friends helping me out with this episode, which will make their appearance later on. Shakespeare is referred to the greatest poet and writer in the English language. In his career, he wrote 39 plays and 154 sonnets. In those plays, he invented about 1,700 words, which we still use without knowing that he even made them. He also invented a majority of the phrases we know and use, such as kill with kindness, laughing stock, and all that glitters is not gold. Are you convinced yet? Maybe you are, but if you're not, then why don't we look further into what his plays are like. Romeo and Juliet is a great example, as everyone knows the story. The story goes a bit like this if you don't know though. Two households both alike in dignity. In fair Verona where we lay our scene. From ancient grudge, break to new mutiny. Where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. For though the fatal loans of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Whose misadventured piteous overthrows. Doth with their death bury the parents' stride. The fearful passage of their death marks love. And the continuance of their parents' rage. Which but their children's end naught could remove is now the two hours traffic of our stage. The which if you with patient ears attend, what here shall miss, our toll shall strive. Don't worry, most people don't really understand Shakespeare's way of writing, so Malika, Emily, and I did our best way to oversimplify the plot of Romeo and Juliet. So basically in Fair Verona, which is a city I think in Italy, mm -hmm. there are two rival, rival families who hate each other. The Capulets and the Montagues. Yes, sir. And obviously, uh, Romeo goes to a party he's not supposed to go to. Because um, it's one. Of, it's the Capulets' party. Mm, yes. Yes. He's not supposed to be there. And then he sees Juliet. And falls in love. Literally, yes. <laughs> love at first sight for both of them. Is love at first sight even real? You know, no. according to Shakespeare, apparently it is. Apparently it is. So we'll never know. We'll never know, but apparently experiences, you know? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, nope. not yet. No. Um, so they instantly, basically, just fall in love with each other. It's mutual both ways. Yes. Uh, then they share a kiss. Then Romeo well, finds out. <gasps> You're a no, Capulet. They share this amazing kiss that just wow. They are so in love. Oh my God, she's a Capulet. This is. Oh my. I, I can't, can't be with her. Wow. Struggles of a teenage boy. Uh, and then they decide they want to be together, but then... So they, Romeo become, comes up with this plan. He's going to put Juliet to sleep. So she's put in, the, like, whatever the dun What is it? Like a pyramid thing? Yeah, like a... We haven't actually... What, I, what, what I imagined was, like, a pyramid in Egypt somewhere. Why? It's in Italy. That's, actually, that's what I was imagining, too. For <laughs> some reason, I just, like, this tomb that she's just... And then wakes up. Yeah, but then he finds... Or... One of them find each other dead. Who finds each other dead? I think Juliet was pronounced dead, like they thought she, she oh, was dead. Oh, yeah, so yes. And without even Romeo thinking. finds out. Yeah. Yes, I think he. Remember, because she was like, himself. oh my god, there's no pulse. Romeo finds out that Juliet is pronounced dead, but well, he, he is Yeah, dead. He, think, he thinks she's dead, so he obviously kills himself, because that's the only reason. Yeah. That's, that's the only right, explanation. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. Then um, she wakes up, finds out he's dead, and then what's the reasonable explanation to that? Oh, of course, yeah. she's gonna kill herself. She kills because herself. They can't live without each other. They cannot. Yeah. Even though they've probably known each other for 
a couple days? Two minutes? Uh, <laughs> maybe like an hour. So that's the longest explanation of Romeo and Juliet. Or shortest. Ever. By this point, you're probably wondering how Shakespeare connects to outdoor sports at all. But Shakespeare addressed almost everything in his plays. So if we look at the story of Romeo and Juliet, we know the conflict between the Capulets and the Montagues. They both hated each other more than anything else, and although it might not be to this extreme, many things have conflicts similar to this. An example of one of these is mountain bikers and road bikers. What other conflicts can you think of? So Malika, are you a skier or a snowboarder? I am a snowboarder. So, as a snowboarder, would you say you dislike skiers? Very much so. <laughs> uh, do you find any other conflicts within your day-to-day -day life? Other conflict, like like how like Montagues and Capulets kind of yeah. conflict. Hmm. I have one. I would think of like you know how Seiko Windsor. They're both the high school secondary. I feel like they, especially with sports, that kind of conflict. They they reminds me of the Montagues and Capulets. So we everyone that's on this podcast today, we all go to Seiko Secondary yes. School. And then there's another school also in Deep Cove. Mm -hmm. uh, same district. And through sports, I would say mainly. It's yeah, a definitely. pretty big rivalry. Well, like, I've, especially with like, students in each school. I mean, some of them are friends, but I know I don't know a lot of people who just don't. I remember like going to like track and field yes. and being like, oh, I'm going to yeah, beat exactly. them. Yeah. I did not beat them. Yeah, they were better. <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny to see how in elementary school we had the same conflicts between, oh, yeah. say, Dorothy Linus and Cove Cliff. Mm -hmm. True. So Both conflicts. Schools in the area. Yeah. Kind of funny because me and Liam went to Cove Cliff, but Malika went to Dorothy Linus. I'm being ganged up on. <laughs> it's Liam and I. Liam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <English> <laughs> we need to re-record the whole thing. Delete <laughs> oh that. Um. Yeah, I totally understand mm -hmm. what you both are saying about that. That's a good point, actually. Totally understand. Mm. Other conflicts, I would say maybe like, I feel age-wise, honestly, oh. like <laughs> the grade below us. Um, I I'm I'm in band, mm -hmm. and like the grade below us, we get so competitive because we're in a nine ten band. I'm in grade ten, they're in grade nine, and we're like two different grades competing for like a spot in the same band. So it's like, it, it can get really competitive and like really conflictual, I would say. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another example of like real life conflicts and even how Shakespeare's plays can relate oh. to my life, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you're interested in hearing more, you can go see my last episode about Owen's crash or wait and see what I have planned for next episode. See, see you in the, the next, next one. one. Bye. Bye.